Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. We have major, major breaking news in the world of sports. Per Andy Staples, who covers college football for On3 Sports, Michigan's plane has arrived in State College, and it's complete with video. They flew Delta, in case anyone was wondering. So Michigan's plane is on the tarmac. I don't know if this is like an airport, like some like the private airstrip or whatever, but Michigan has arrived, and oh, and we can see some Michigan staffers getting off the plane. wonder if they had Wi-Fi, and they kind of like, no one's right. going on. <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. Right. Like, okay. are they going to tell a coach when he gets off? Oh, by the way, like you might not be coaching tomorrow, coach. Yeah. All right. Every, everybody who's what. allowed on the sideline, stand to the right. Hang on a second, coach. That's right. That's like, well, actually, it's well, you can coach during the week, but you but you can't like step off the plane like yeah. all the cameras are on you as part of the uh, as right. part of the Big Ten's ruling here. I you I you don't have to go I, home. I think, but you got to get up out of so here. Yeah, it's all just all just so stupid. Like the Big Ten is it's so very college stupid. football. It's so it's very college football. Yeah, it's very dumb. It's just it. just when you just when you think college football can't get any dumber, you do something like this. And totally redeem yourself. Uh, Ken Barkley's entire college football card coming up to start next hour. Lock Miss, the locomotive, and it will feature a bet on Michigan and Penn State. Um, for people that missed it, the breaking news, Jim Harbaugh suspended from coaching for the rest of the regular season. Tomorrow's game against Penn State, uh, Maryland and Ohio State. So the next three games for Michigan to wrap up their regular season. Michigan has put out a statement saying that they're going to try and fight this and get Harbaugh on the sideline. So I don't know. I kind of think this is like 50-50 at worst that Harbaugh coaches tomorrow um, on the road at Penn State against the Nittany Lions. We'll continue to bring you updates as we get them here on the show. But for now, let's get some soccer bets for the weekend with our good friend. Love this segment every single week. Our stud, our ace soccer handicapper, the great Anthony DeBundo. Uh, and his soccer betting podcast is awesome. We encourage everybody to check it out. Wonder Goal is the name of the podcast. And all of Anthony's written work can be found on the Action Network. And he is uh, on Twitter, at Anthony DeBundo, a good paisan. Anthony, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, how's it going? I'll tell you what, uh, I'm sure glad I didn't take your advice on Monday with Tottenham. They got they got smoked 4-1. Smoked is an operative term. Uh, but, you know, Tottenham, you know, they went from top of the table to uh, out of players in record time. So that's not great as a fan, but uh, as a better and somebody who kind of was skeptical of them, I think that we're starting to see that the lack of depth in the squad is really paying its toll here. It's like, oh, like Anthony, uh, break, talk about the breaking news for us. And he's like, like, like no, in Michigan. He's like, no, no, Tottenham's injury crisis. No, no, like, James like, Madison's been for a long this? time for Tottenham. Yeah. Right. Yeah, come on. So I know I know you gave us a little bit there, like any specific betting application. Oh, Tottenham, we talked about a few weeks ago, kind of this team that you just didn't believe in, off to a really good start. We see that in a bunch of sports. I'm not getting a team. NFL team starts 4-0, and actually they stink, something like that, and they end up losing a bunch of games. Any specific kind of betting applications that could come up soon here? One of the wildest experiences I've ever seen in betting soccer was during the game on Monday as Spurs were playing Chelsea. Spurs were minus 150 on the line, and uh, you know multiple books kept the line up during the game. And by the time the game ended, with two players out injured and now two players suspended, three of their four back line players and their second best attacking player, Spurs went from minus 150 on the three-way money line to plus 120. Uh, which is a huge swing in win probability, uh, implied win probability. They're not the only team dealing with injuries, too, though. Newcastle as well. Uh, if you got in early, I think you know Spurs were a good fade. Now I think the market's adjusted correctly. They're still going to be the better team here on the road. Uh, the system, you know, they, they have some talent to replace some of these guys, but not. there is a drop-off. So uh, I think the, the market's priced correctly. Newcastle also dealing with a ton of injuries. They were minus 180 on the look-ahead, down to minus 140 at Bournemouth this weekend. 
that would have been a line I would have loved to hammer a couple weeks ago, but no, potentially no Callum Wilson, no Alex Isak, no Bruno Guimaraes, and no Sven Botman. So four of their six most important players uh, likely out this weekend for Newcastle. So they just, you know, always monitor injuries. Uh, it's really hard to get news out of these teams sometimes. They're very cagey about how they go about it. Uh, I'm not playing either match anymore. Uh, so, you know, just always monitor those. If Wilson is in, I think I would grab some minus 140 on Newcastle. Uh, I don't know that he will be in, though. Well, let's go from Jim Harbaugh to Pep Guardioli here and talk about some not that he's suspended. But Chelsea and Manchester City. How about my Blues with a big win, uh, as Anthony said, against Tottenham on Monday, winning 4-1, of course, aided by about 19 red cards uh, handed out during the match. Anthony, can Chelsea make it two in a row against... Pep Guardiola and the citizens of Manchester City here. Obviously a tough task for Mauricio Pochettino's team. What about Chelsea and Man City? You know, Chelsea's an interesting case because I think you could make an argument that their three best games performance-wise of the season all came against top, top teams. Their opening week against Liverpool, they, they played even with the Reds at home. Uh, they had a really impressive showing against Spurs. I thought even before the red card, they had turned that game and they were starting to create a bunch of chances. Remember, they had the goal vard off and they had another goal vard off before they got the penalty and then the red card. So they had started to turn that game and were outplaying Spurs at Spurs. Uh, and, and I also thought, you know, they played well against Arsenal for the majority of that match. So they're three toughest matches. I think there's something to be said for that. When you look at how Chelsea plays and what their talent is, guys like Jackson, Sterling, Mudrick, these are guys who love to run in behind, run into space. They're not great when teams sit defensively and they have to try to you know, finagle their way through a low block. They're very good at pressing defensively. Their defensive numbers have really taken a step forward. And they're very good at running into space. And there should be space in behind here against Man City. Uh, you know, I understand you know, Man City has, has taken some money here now. They're getting to the point where I would come back on Chelsea. Uh, I want that three-quarters of a goal minus 110. If you can find plus .75, I'll take it. I think it's uh, a little bit high now. I mean, think about how much better City has to be than, the, than Chelsea, who I have power rated as the fifth best team, to be laying almost a full goal on the road here. So it, it is a little inflated, and I do lean toward Chelsea here. I'm waiting to see if we get a little bit more steam before I hop in on the Blues. But yeah, I think uh, there's something to the fact that Chelsea has played its best games against the fellow top teams who are going to really go at them. Anthony, what are we? Uh, Liverpool Brentford looks like the next, ma next match. Excuse me, where you have a bet? What's our play here? So I do have a bet oh, here. I'm we, wearing we my a, Brentford we jersey. We've got our kit on today. Yes, right? I'm wearing that, my. I'm kit. supposed to call it that, right? Uh, the bees. I mean, I think I'd probably bet them and given out them on this show more than any other team in the league. Uh, it's been the case for two and a half years, and I'm just going to keep riding it. They're like uh, my friend Stucky at Action Network. He jokes about service academies catching two touchdowns or more. He bets them every time. Well, that's like Brentford for me when they're an underdog against the big six because they have been consistently profitable. They're so good at sitting deep. I think a couple weeks ago, you know, they played Chelsea. Chelsea took the first nine shots of the game, but they were all low-quality chances. Brentford gets their one opportunity at the other end. They take the lead. They hit them on the break. So I think this is a perfect, you know, situation. Liverpool is dealing with a ton of injuries and suspensions as well. Uh, Gravenberg and uh, Mac Allister and Curtis Jones all likely to miss here. That's the three of the four midfielders that have kind of led this Liverpool youth movement revolution in the midfield. Uh, without those three, it's a little bit shakier from a midfield perspective. So I think their game control could suffer as a result. And the Bees catching a goal and a half, minus 135, love them. Uh, just, you know, Brentford win an underdog against the big boys, always punch up above their weight, and they're always competitive. I mean, they've beaten City, Arsenal, Liverpool, all these teams in the last couple of years. Is all Liverpool going to get stung? They may get stung. Stung, it'll, it'll be in transition. 
uh, against right, his midfield because we saw it last year. Bees beat him 3-1. It was a classic, just Brentford counterattacking masterclass. So, yeah, they're going to get stung. The bees. That, that's what we were looking for, like a solid, yeah, bzzz, bzzz. They, they may get stung tomorrow. And you better, you better, yeah, Nick and Ken, phenomenal football Friday. Soccer bets for the weekend with our pal Anthony DeBundo from the Action Network and the Wonder Goal podcast on Twitter, at Anthony DeBundo. Anthony, let's go lightning around here to make sure we get everything in, including where in the world is Anthony DeBundo. Let's go to like two teams, like the middle of the table in the Premier League, West Ham and Nottingham Forest, only separated by one point. Both teams like well out of the drop zone, so like both looking good, obviously, to stay in the Premier League. Not that that was an issue for West Ham, but... What about West Ham and Nottingham Forest? Let's make it three straight West Ham fades for me. Uh, I continue to think the market is just overvaluing this team. They're a little bit fraudulent. Uh, Mikel Antonio has gotten one shot per match this year. Antonio was, a re- in the past, a reliable striker. He is just not that anymore. And they have really suffered as an attack as a result. And their defense has really fallen off. So Nottingham Forest, I talked about them last week against Villa. Extremely passive. They sit back. They don't press at all. They let you into their final third, but they don't let you into their penalty area. Now they're facing a West Ham team who is bottom three in possession percentage. West Ham doesn't want the ball, but Forrest on the road here is just going to say, go ahead, have the ball, break us down. Without a true striker, I think it's hard to do. So I think Forrest is undervalued. Forrest has been the single most improved year-over-year defense in the Premier League. They have really shored up that area. Their midfield is improved. And Taiwo Iwani, I talked about him coming back last week, how much he matters to their attack had key roles in both goals. So I, I do like the trees, the tricky trees, uh, catching a half goal on the road. think they could be ripe for another money line special. I know they hit one for us last week. They could be live again here to win this match. I did bet them, though, plus a half to win or draw at even money. Always love, always, always love the trees. Uh, Anthony, give us this next one in 30 seconds so we have time for the where in the world. That's Aston Villa and Fulham. Aston Villa, fifth play, like two points out of a Champions League spot here is like the transformation under Unai Emery continues here. We're in the Europa League, maybe in the Champions League next year. What about Aston Villa and Fulham this weekend in 30 seconds? Yeah, how about a plus money under two and a half? Uh, there's another two and three quarters, minus 110. This line's come down a little bit total-wise. I'm in line with the market on the side, but I think the market's too high on both of these attacks. Fulham has been you know, shuffling through attackers, trying to find the right striker. They haven't found it yet. Their attack has really suffered as a result. Market's still catching up. They're pricing them like last year's Fulham, which was a much more high event. And Villa's attack, only one team, Man City, has overperformed their XG more than Villa. So I do think there's some regression coming for them too. So under two and a half plus money, good for me. All right, buddy, let's close with this. The where in the world is Anthony DeBundo. We will we will get that on the plane, and we will not go to State College to hang out with Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. We will go somewhere else in Europe. What is the where in the world bet this weekend for our pal Anthony DeBundo? Hopefully it goes better than uh, my Dortmund bet last weekend in the, in the Der Klassiker. But we will go back to a Dortmund match, but we're actually going to bet against Dortmund. Uh, Stuttgart is hosting Dortmund. You probably haven't heard of Seru Jirasi. He's a not well-known name uh, across the world, but has scored 14 goals already this season for them. Uh, Stuttgart, that is. He got hurt, and they conveniently lost their next two matches. They were riding high atop the league at the time. Uh, and so there's been a kind of a convenience. Like, oh, well, Jirasi got hurt. They lost. That's why. But the attack has actually been better. Uh, they created 3.6 expected goals, 2.6 without him. Dennis Undav, Brighton legend uh, at the club. Uh, you know, helping out for Stuttgart as well. So I, I think Dortmund really shaky defensively. We saw that last weekend. On the road is a pick em. I like Stuttgart. Uh, you could take the money line plus 150, or you could take them draw no bet minus 115. I think they might even be the better team. I've got Dortmund slightly ahead of them in my ratings, but barely. Dortmund conceding just about 1.5 XG to every competent team they play. So I think there's some real holes with Dortmund. 
and I like Stuttgart at home, even without him, Jirasi, to uh, win this match and uh, and get three points. And, and they're both in the top four, so it should be a fun one. You want more soccer bets from Anthony? Of course you do, because they're awesome. Uh, check out the Wonder Gold pod and check out the Action Network for Anthony's written work. Follow him on Twitter at Anthony DeBundo. My friends, sincerely appreciate the time. Good luck with the bets this week, and I'll be tailing you, and we'll catch up with you next week here on You Better You Bet. Thanks for having me. Our pal Anthony DeBundo joining us here on the show. Two hours down here on a phenomenal football Friday. To start hour number three, we'll board the locomotive. Ken Barkley's entire college football card from the weekend, including his bets for Michigan-Penn State and any other news updates we get on Jim Harbaugh's coaching status for tomorrow.